Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production for Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out port news with us today. We're happy to have them back because we only had them on here about a month ago. That means they're doing great things. Jason Williams and Eldad Bentora, they're co-CEOs of Kiddos Inc., trades on the venture under KIDZ, and for our friends of the Yes under KDOZF. For those who are new to the story, here's all you need to know because we love big numbers. Kiddos owns the biggest mobile advertising platform for kids and families. How big? There are almost 4,000 apps around the world using Kiddos, reaching over 300 million kids. They're working with top brands, including, you know the names, Disney, McDonald's, Hasbro, Lego, we can go on and on. But more importantly, that's translated to great success. Revenue growth starting from 2017, 1.9 million, then 3 million then 4.5 million, and then 2020, $7.1 million. Q2 was just announced, uh, $2.18 million, up 196%, uh, and they haven't even gone into the busiest part of, of their cycle. Why is this happening? Logically speaking, kids are literally abandoning TV. Uh, TV has lost 50% of their, of their kids' audience because they prefer to be on mobile. They prefer to be on games that's where kiddos is. That's where they're succeeding. But the big news today, and we're going to talk about this, here's the press release. Kiddos extends media offering to teens and parents markets. Guys, welcome back. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, George. Great to see you. Um, when I first saw this for a second, I, I, I was conflicted. And I'm sure you guys have great reasons. So I want to ask you this. You're recognized globally. Uh, for the fact that you safely reach children under the age of 13 on their mobile devices. And that's a major competitive advantage. And like I said, it's parlayed to great success. Why are you guys now deciding to extend it to teens and parents? Broadly sure. speaking, then we'll go into each of those. But generally speaking, why are you guys going there? Right. Well, there are a couple of ways to look at it. I'll start. I think one of the important factors here is that what Kiddos is, is, is a software platform. We're a technology company. We exist and we build our own system from ground up that uh, sits inside mobile apps and delivers high quality advertising in a safe way, in a contextual way is an important way to look at it. And so while we do this for the kids market, and which is where we've had tremendous success and all this growth is coming from, this same system can be applied almost just out of the box to the teens and parents in that family extended market. And that's what we're doing. We're just moving this technology system from uh, market A to market B, because essentially it's tech that reaches uh, millions and millions of people with high quality advertising and our advertisers want it, which is uh, something else I could talk about a little bit. I find it interesting that you guys have, have called this teens and parents and that nuance uh is pretty important because you're not going after teens and adults you're not suddenly going into just trying to advertise on mobile to every adult in the world you're almost trying to is it l dad is it correct to say you're almost creating a full family pack now since you're already at the under 13 now you're going to teens and parents and you got this family pack that you can uh, that you can really go after Right. We see it as a natural expansion to the audience that we're already reaching. The, uh, the brands that we work with, they actually they have a portfolio of products that, uh, that expands beyond kids. Or, for example, they want to reach uh, the parent alongside the kid. 
For example, for educational services, you want to have the kids in, the kid engaged, but you know you, you also need the parent involved because he is the buyer, right? We have the consumer and the buyer and, and they want to approach both of them. Uh, but yes, generally speaking, you won't be seeing us promoting banking services or trading services or, or dating services. The, uh, the products that we'll focus on are uh, services and products that relates to the family as a family, packaged foods, um, uh, family vacations, uh, right. home that... uh, products, uh, quick, uh, quick, service, uh, quick services, uh, restaurants, etc. Natural, natural extensions. So the, let's talk about, we know that the mobile marketing, the mobile marketing market right now, is about 66 billion expected to go over 400 billion by 2026. So I guess that's a big part of your decision too, where you're saying, Hey, we're doing so great in the end of 13, let's extend to the rest of the family. Which one of these two represents uh, the biggest uh, market for you guys? And I know you're excited for both of them, but which sure. one of them represents the, the biggest opportunity for you guys to really climb your business? Well, actually, teens um, is a huge, huge market. It's a tricky one for marketers. And so we get a lot of unique brands that are looking to reach this segment. Uh, and it's a, it's a hard one to reach because while kids have um, you know, abandoned TV, the teens are not watching it at all. And so finding them in games is a natural fit. The really the, the, the big, big budgets are coming after that parent market. It's a huge market, you know, billions and billions we're looking at. And uh, what we've done with the technology and where we're sitting and the, the advertiser relationships that we have through our, our sales network are, are just fantastic. And so, you know, when we see that 400 billion um, opportunity in front of us, we know that this company is, uh, is on a fast track to, um, you know, 100% more, you know, we see that 100 million revenue number, you know, not too many years out. And, and that's really what we're after to really scale up this company. And we can do that. Is there, a, a, do you have a big advantage bec uh, in terms of what I want to call, and I don't, I don't know the technical term, a continuation advantage, which is if you are even marketing to George, uh, you know, while he was seven and eight and 10, are, is there a continuation advantage there where you're able to kind of create marketing that plants the seeds for the future and, and, and you have a longer lifetime of, of customer or consumer in this case, because the kids are consumers, not the customers, but is, is that something or am I, am I just uh, dreaming about that? No, you, you are partially right. Uh, in a way, what we do, the, the approach that we took when we built kiddos is we are not relying on personal data, right? We all know, we, uh, we talked about it before that we can't trace a, a specific user. This is forbidden in the kid space. And we took the approach of instead of identifying who is the user like Facebook and Google are doing, we are trying to categorize the audience of an app, right? This is contextual marketing in a nutshell. And this was the approach due to the limitation in the kid space. This was the approach we took. And right now the whole market is coming to kiddos. The whole market is adopting the contextual approach which gives us the advantage yeah. because we are one of the only platform in the world that actually uh, knows to identify the audience of each app that uses uh, our uh, solution. So we can promise advertising to reach the exact audience they're looking for without jeopardizing or, or risking the privacy of the user while giving them exact targeting of their audience, the, the audience they look for. I named off some pretty big brands that you guys are working with. 
to the extent that you're able to say anything, and I got to be careful because you, you can't disclose things, but have yeah. you had some of these brands or some of your other brands already? Have you had, you know, I, I would assume you've had some discussions with them and saying, hey, Georgecom, you know, we're doing so well in the under 13. Here's what we're thinking of doing. I'm presuming you probably, you may have had these conversations. We have, we have, and we have campaigns what live. What kind of response, Jason? Have you, are you Great, getting- great response. And campaigns are live. I think, you know, what's important and the point you made before just about, you know, consumer being seven and then consumer being 10. What's important too, is you think about the agencies that we're working with. And this is where these, this money comes from. It comes from the agencies and the agencies have been working with us since they were seven and now they're 10. And they're saying, hey, we've got all this money. We know we get great service. We know we get great media from you. You can reach these other groups and we like working with you and it works for us. Let's try these other brands that we've brought. And that's what we're seeing. And that's why we knew that this was the right decision because those agencies, we're talking about hundreds of different agencies and sellers globally that are bringing deals. They're getting great results. They're happy with us. And we're kind of able to scale it up in that way. And so, yes, it's the consumer wow. that we're reaching, but it's the agency partners that are selling to the brands across the world, really. Every single market we're in with sellers, and that's what we're doing. So, guys, I'm presuming then you have every reason to believe that it's not a question of if this might be successful, but now it seems like it's a question of the degree of success. Because if you're having that kind of feedback from the agencies, I'm presuming you guys are are uh, are betting on higher revenues in the future that you're going to bring the business it's just a case of how much absolutely yeah absolutely. And, uh, we, we 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 already see some big budgets coming in uh, from specific brands already this year but i think that uh, 2022 will be the year where this will become a, a significant part of our revenues so we are expecting this will also help us straighten the seasonality of kilos. So we won't uh, be leaning towards Q, you know, Q3, Q4 as a, as a, a traditional uh, business in the kit space. Uh, while, you know, while approaching those segments, we'll be looking at, at, a, at a steadier and healthier growth line. So uh, I'm glad you brought that up. That. So when do you guys think, has this initiative already launched? Uh, or are you we're guys live. targeting a, a specific a specific quarter? No, no, we're live. I mean, uh, so right. even before the announcement, we had um, deals live targeting parent segments and teen peg segments. Oh, wow. And now that the official announcement's gone out, you know, we we had materials ready and and some segments targeted, and so those are going out to all of our agency partners literally as we speak. And um, yeah, we've got many great leads for, for Q4 that are definitely going to be activated. And Q3 is, is ticking along just uh, really as we've planned. And we're super excited about getting that one done and heading into Q4. Uh, really, there's, there's no concerns. Aldad and I are thrilled with the position of the business. It's just about keeping everybody focused and bringing on the right staff, which we've been able to do. And um, yeah, this is just one more kind of aspect that we're chasing, but it falls really in line with exactly what we're doing in the business today. And so it doesn't bring on extra costs. It's just really a natural extension of what we're doing. And we've got more uh, coming that we're excited is going to be, uh, I mean, we're not today, but we'll be seeing you again soon for sure. Uh, I love those little, I love those little tidbits. Jason, <laughs> what kind of response? So you've already started campaigns. 
what kind of response are you seeing to these campaigns? Are you happy? Again, I'm not asking you the numbers, but yeah, are no. you happy with the response you guys are seeing well, already? The, the rebooking is always the greatest response that you want to get. And we've had um, some great campaigns rebook multiple times quarter after quarter. They're bringing in fantastic revenues. And, uh, and so we know we can deliver to this segment and keep those brand partners happy. And so they're coming in and rebookings is always the best signal of anything and yeah. uh, and we get a lot customer means they're happy exactly you, get, you can always get a customer once can you get them again <laughs> that's, that's yeah that's yeah, yeah. so is there yeah. a ramp up here guys where you still have to you know you, you still have to ramp this up or because you're a platform can you just take on as much as you can get or do you guys want to walk before you crawl no, we're, we're getting there. We are trying not to swallow the whole world in one bite, but uh, we are, we are uh, for us, it's an easy expansion and the media is already there. We are tied up to the media already. So it's just a matter of, uh, you know, doing the, the booking itself. Uh, so for us, we can pretty much consume as much as we'll be giving with. Yeah, the ramp up occurs as those agencies, you know, they take a, a nibble of trying a new segment and then they they increase that budget quarter over quarter and then they kind of set the level that they feel is natural for that brand. And so the ramp up occurs as each new brand is trying, as each new agency is trying, and that will happen through 2022 for sure. Does this also smooth out your revenue? Because uh, uh, when you're in this strictly under 13, uh, you see some some big swings in, in 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 quarterly revenues because you know back to school and Christmas obviously are massive times for you guys, uh, and then the first and second quarter, even though you guys are knocking out of the park, are still your second or your slower quarters. Um, does this now smooth it out because you don't you no longer have that big of a disparity between your big season and your and your slower seasons? We, we certainly hope so. We do understand that the, the holiday season represents a big opportunity regardless of whether you approach right. the kids' place or not the kids' place. Right? Everybody is consuming more uh, towards the end of the year uh, uh, due to the sales and you know, the lift of the spirit. So, but, but definitely the services that we're in touch with and the products that are selling uh, uh, for the teens and parents market today they, uh, they they are not looking for this seasonality. They're selling all year long products, right. you know, cereals and diapers and packaged foods and and uh, vacations and right. uh, you know, family cars is 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 are sold and promoted throughout the year. So That's we are definitely expecting uh, those type of segments to flatter in the. Uh, uh, the seasonality at least but not the growth growth will continue but maybe less. oh yeah yeah i didn't mean to volatility. say flatten revenue that's for sure but at least yeah. it will smooth it out a little bit so as you're climbing uh yeah that's uh, I'm, I'm glad you made that distinction but for sure yeah uh, and the more international we become too the more we see that seasonality flattening too because we see more revenues coming from other countries that are less dependent on the holiday season or have different holidays themselves and so we we are seeing you know an increasing percentage constantly from uh, international business that is helping to flatten that trend also. Well, I'm, I'm this, uh, that kind of ties into the last question I had, which is right now I said at the outset, there are almost 4,000 apps around the world using kiddos. Um, does, so entering these markets not only increases your business from agencies, we've talked about that in brands, that's great, but do you also foresee uh, a growth in the number of apps that are going to be using kiddos as well? Uh, and, and if so, what kind of, you know, what kind of growth I'm not asked for numbers, but do you, do you expect that to be pretty meaningful growth? 
Yeah, yeah. The, obviously, we are expanding also in the inventory side, right? On the on the media side. Um, so yes, I I would say in a rule of thumb, I would say that uh, that the number of apps that will reach for each segment will be rel will be uh, more or less similar to what we reach today for kids. So you can triple the amount of apps that we are reaching today to the amount that will reach very soon due to some very innovative integrations that we've uh, rolled out recently. So the, the whole business has a potential to triple uh, in the next few, uh, you know, year or two, just, wow. just, just by the expansion of uh, those two segments. And by the extension of the overall market, right? You're talking about mobile right. marketing is, going from yeah. six to like five is. years. Yeah, yeah we're this in a great spot. Jason, great. Uh, I'm glad you said that great spot. Fair to say that the company is in the best spot it's ever been in. Is this right now, you know, September 21st, 2000, uh, 2021, is this the strongest position the company has ever been in in its history? And you guys have had very strong positions, by the way. Absolutely. No, we're, we're coming into the busy season. We're, we're on a tear in terms of the growth. The, the tech is great. The team is motivated. The brands are happy. The agencies are motivated. It, it's hard to find the weak spot right now. We're super thrilled. Well, congratulations, gents. Uh, there's another great jump over. I love about it. It's a logical uh, jump in business. Sometimes companies are guilty of doing something really well and then chasing a whole bunch of chickens and, uh, and then everything goes bad. But in this case, I love the fact that you're dominating the under 13 and it's just a natural extension to you know wrap that family up now with teens and the parents market. And I can't wait to see uh, how well it succeeds. And Jason, it sounds like uh, going back to what you said a couple minutes ago, There'll be a reason for you to come back on. Oh yeah, there's soon, more. Sounds Definitely. Like something great no, we got on. more, some more great announcements coming, and uh, really excited. So thank you for having us and uh, helping to share the story. Thanks, guys. Continued success. Can't wait to have you back. For everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, or your favorite podcast platform to both Jason Williams and Al Dad Bentora, their co-CEOs of Kiddos Trades on the TSX Venture and the stock symbol. K-I-D-Z, and in the U.S., K-D-O-Z-F. Guys, you've heard the numbers already. 4,000 apps around the world, reaching over 300 million kids. Revenues continue to climb every single year, and now they're expanding their target market into teens and parents. you got to do your due diligence. We can't tell you what to do. Start that at Agoracom first. Get to the company's profile page. Because it's such a big business, we give you a good 1,000-foot overview of the company so you really understand what they're doing. Then head over to kiddos.net. You can see the URL right over both guys to do your deep dive due diligence. Mobile app marketing is climbing from 66 billion to 400 billion in the next five years. If you think kiddos is gonna be a part of that, do your due diligence. Just don't say we didn't tell you so. Have a great day. See you next time. Thank you guys. Thank you, George. Hey guys, this video is over, but don't forget to help your company by liking it and even leaving a comment below. And then don't forget to help yourself by subscribing to our channel and never missing another great Agoracom small cap video.